Okay. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome oh, hang on. We should harmonize this. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome. Welcome back. <laughs> welcome. Back. Welcome. The radio. Dun, dun. Boom, 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 I, um, boom, 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 boom. I wrote a song out of that. It's so stupid. What you wrote that? a song? No, no. Yeah, yeah. I wrote, I wrote really? it. Really? Ready? Do you, do you Ready? want a bait? Uh, no, no. Uh, just, just acapella. You, uh, you can do okay. Do a beat, but you gotta you'll have to pick it up after I start singing. All right. Okay. You get so you start. I think I've sung it before on the song, but uh, on the, on on the show, song. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though you uh, wrote it the other day. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Adventure Fit Radio. <laughs> we are the best podcast. We are the best. Come and stroke our hummels We're better than all the rest That's all I wrote Now I'm going a cappella Poor old Ziggy Stardust <laughs> uh, That's it, that's all I got And now it is <laughs> <laughs> That Man, sucked Where the biggest fucking uh, bins I wrote that That was alright That's like three lines <laughs> That actually um, sounded like Welcome to the podcast. Oh, oh it's pages. Like, yes, it was exactly pages what it by sounded, presidents of the United exactly States. That's exactly what it sounded yeah. like. I couldn't figure out what it's. What, yeah. What I was, yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, how, does, how does that go? Um, how does the start of that go? Um, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Millions of peaches. I'm gonna I'm gonna write a whole song with peaches as, with the, peaches, as, peaches yeah, as the backdrop. You may as well just call it peaches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna sing peaches one day. Wow. Moving to the country, gonna, gonna eat, eat a lot of podcasts. Moving <laughs> to, to the country, country. gonna Welcome eat to a lot radio. of the radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, oh, these Dude, I wrote this original song. <laughs> no one's ever heard anything like it. It goes something like this Jingle, jingle, jingle. <laughs> that must be what Vanilla Ice said uh, yeah. when he re- released Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> you will never hear anything like this. <laughs> twinkle, twinkle, little star. <laughs> How are you, pal? Look at these little eyes. So we got a little, um, we got a little third wheel on the on the podcast today, Ziggy Stardog. So you'll hear about it in the show. We better yep. just get this intro out of the way, and then yeah, we'll, we'll get, get it in the show. Way. But um, Ooh, guys, so um, we are brought to you today mm-hmm. by a new sponsor, Quash Creative. Oh, yeah. So Quash Creative are an Elwood-based freelance design firm run by a friend of ours. So our uh, our friend Marshy made our intro. So the intro to our um, podcast. The Marsh which you'll Daddy hear, 3000. Which you'll hear, you'll hear in about T-minus two minutes. Marshy, right now, before we do this. Marshy, uh, Marshy created that one. And um, also mention radio um, with Marshy uh, and he will give you a free basic SEO report on your website or feedback on your existing brand. Boom. So Quash Creative. We are also brought to How you do you spell by Quash just for the listeners. Q U A R S H Creative. So Beautiful. the website is www.quashcreative.com.com. Where is it? Dot com. Dot pH. Dot com. Because it is from Quash, Finland. Quash.com. <laughs> um, that would be Philippines. That was, but, that's very true. <laughs> um, what would Finland be? We are also brought to you by Audible. Now, Audible, guys, is a... Uh, <laughs> you put me on the spot there, Bill. So, Audible, guys, uh, I'm sure you've heard myself and Doc talk about it a lot. It is basically an online Audible... Sorry, audiobook library of millions and millions of awesome books. I've actually just finished The God Delusion by Richard Dawkins. 10 out of 10. 
I'll give it five stars. I'm going to move on to the next one, Pitch. So, guys, if you want to get a uh, jump on board there and just listen to your books because they're a lot easier when you're, when you're on the go, head to www.audibletrial.com <laughs> forward slash ADVF radio. <laughs> I fucked it. I've done it a long time. I was looking I don't at even ex- I was what it right is. It's, it's forward slash ADVF. Yeah. Forward slash ADVF. Yeah. Head to <laughs> www.audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF, guys. Once you sign up, you'll get yourself a credit. You'll get a free audiobook and free a free audiobook. 30-day trial. Guys, we are finally brought to you by Adventure with Travel. Head on to our website. We've just released a Kotao Thailand trip with none other than Dimitri Klokov for May. We've also got Carl Paoli in Bali in April. We've got Kokoda Track coming up in April. If you guys want to jump on any of our trips... We just had a trip in Mexico that me and Tommy ran, and it ran like clockwork. It everybody ran like had, absolute Usain Bolt. It had, everybody had an absolute ball, and uh, you guys would too. So uh, if you're in for a holiday and you want to keep fit while you're doing it, train with some awesome people and hang out with me and Tommy, Oh yeah. then uh, head to www.adventuretravel.com and use the code RADIO for 10% off any and all trips. Here's a shoot the shit. Now before we do this, Let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one. No touching of the hair or face. And that's it. Yo. Discovery Roger, go for deploy. Where did we come from? Some kind never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live, too rare to die. Uh, everybody, a Tim a mad in the in the house. In the house. Oh fuck. In the house, in the house, in the house. Alright, buddy. You ready to be in the house? Ready in the house. Boy? A Tim a madic. A Tim a madic. Yeah, check him out, little Ziggs. He's just he's just cruising, (laughs) tucked in. He doesn't know what's going on. He wouldn't have any idea what's going on right now. A podcast is going on. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) A podcast is going on. So uh, Dan, no podcasts. Diplomatic. So so we're back, mate. We're back from Mexico. (laughs) I know. How was your uh, How was your first adventure experience? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Thank God there wasn't a death. That was good. No, I loved it. I thought it was good fun. You had to kill anyone, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At a hundred percent, alive rate. Well, that's something that needs to change. It's surprising. Yeah, it's yeah. But yeah. try, try me hardest. Well, it's not good. I mean, I know you're only in a couple of years, but mate, we need a death. <laughs> we need a death big time. <laughs> yeah. What was your favorite part? Um, favorite part. Sheep boing's always pretty fucking good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sheep boing. Sheep boing was great, wasn't it? That was a good night. That was a great night. Pity I was shitting and munting at the same time. <laughs> Fuck, I was in the grill that night. <laughs> you were in the grill. Oh, I was big you time were in the grill. Dead grilling hard. <laughs> I was grilling hard. Um, Look at this dog. We yeah. should let everyone know what's going on right now. So I've got my um, I've got my brand new puppy dog on my lap now. Mm. Right now, his name's Ziggy Stardog. He's, give us the uh, uh, give us the reason. He's uh, well, it was actually um, it was actually go. funny because I my favorite movie of all time is. Uh, probably my favourite movie of all time is Walter Mitty, Secret Life oh, of Walter Mitty. Yeah. And, uh, That's a good one. Oh, it's the best. My brother watched it 
And um, I was going to watch it with him at the movies, but he went with some of his other mates. I was like, oh, bro, you're a dog. I said, yeah. how, how was it anyway? He said, um, he looked at me and said, that was probably the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> and I said to him, I said, bro, that's a big call. Yeah, that's a big, you, you've, seen, you've seen some movies, bro. Yeah. And uh, he's like, nah, best I've seen. Anyway, so I went through it and I tend to agree. Like, it just makes you so excited about life and travel oh, yeah. and just such a good story. So um, when... Um, Space Oddity comes on in the middle of the scene where he's at the bar with that big drunken dude yeah, and he gets yeah, in the yeah. helicopter like that scene's so fucking good yeah. and I just that scene's so awesome and that song is so amazing and I never knew who sung Space Oddity I didn't know really? it was called Space Oddity I'm, I'm oh Tom. yeah yeah I see him. I go home and I'm googling like uh, Major Tom who sings Major Tom and yeah. I'm like there's no fucking song called Major Tom anyway so I found out it was David Bowie I'm like Bowie because I always knew Bowie but I always thought Bowie must just be lame yeah. I don't know why I don't know. David never... Shitty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, one of the greatest recording artists of all time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck Bowie. Yeah, he's, he's um, the worst. Yeah, so I started listening to Bowie and I'm like, what the fuck? This is the best shit I've ever heard. Ground control to Major to Tom. Tom. <laughs> um, Commencing like Star- countdown. Starman? Engine song. You know Starman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I can't think of it. I was Come gonna, on, I was, Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I want to sing it. I do want to sing it. But um, I really wish I could. Anyway. <laughs> So everything was just um so I started getting into Bowie, then it was for about six or nine months there. He was the only thing I listened to. Yeah. I, just uh, when I'm working, I just put on some easy tunes mm. and it was normally always Bowie. And then um so then I got a little cousin named Ziggy. Um my best mate Frey named his dog Bowie. Bowie oh, Bowie. Cool, yeah. And then what the fuck else happened? Everything was just but where everything, did the star dog come from? Everything in my everything in my life was coming up Bowie. Yeah. So, so and then I'll tell you about Star Dog. So and then and then um <laughs> everything in my life was coming up Bowie. Yeah. And then the fucker dropped dead. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. I didn't know he was sick. He, yeah, obviously it was everybody knew he was sick, but he just died. I'm like, oh man, I, he just became so, my hero. Oh yeah. So recently everything was coming up Bowie for you. This is like a year ago, mm, mate. This mm. is in the last this is probably a year ago, because he probably died like nine months ago now. Recent Bowie sesh. Yeah, yeah. And mm. then um and then but Ziggy, you know Ziggy Stardust. You know what Ziggy Stardust? No. Nah. So, so the reason, so David Bowie's, David Bowie before David Bowie was Ziggy Stardust. Really? Yeah. His, that was his, his genuine name. He was. That was his name. That was his recording name. Oh, okay, and, yeah. And it was. Z, have you ever heard of um, Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars? No. So that's David Bowie. So, oh. so Space Oddity, Starman. Um, so he's just obsessed with the universe. Oh yeah, hundred mm, percent. Good. good. Uh, and so. That was his. That was his alias, basically. Yeah, yeah. And then, in a in one of his um, concerts in Japan, they were doing a world tour, and he, he was in a concert in Japan, and it was Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. That was his band. Yeah. And or well, that was the band, not his band, because yep. he was just the lead singer. And um, he used to dress up in those crazy outfits. Mm. That was Ziggy Stardust. That was his alter ego. That's like, who he used was. To have the, the red spiked and hair the, and the, the mullet the, and the star thing on his head. Yeah, yeah. yeah and the, the massive. Uh, um, Kibbutz. Um, yeah, the kibbutz. No, no, but wasn't it the, uh, the, the, the Third Reich? Yeah. That's what I saw anyway. So in Japan, when he, was in, when he was in Japan, on one of his, on one of his, live, um, on one of his live albums, you can hear him say, um, okay, guys, uh, really, really pleased to be here and thank you all for coming out. And, uh, and it's very special to us because not only is this the last song we're going to play tonight, this is the last song that we're ever going to play. Jesus. As a as a band, yeah. So it's happened in Japan. So he plays. Did you like my English accent? Then I did not even try to do a Bowie. Yeah, yeah. And then so uh, it was very <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Guys. I just, I just, I was pretty much. Tea. <laughs> yeah, I, I steered well clear. Yeah. But um, so he basically did a mic drop. 
got in his car and bailed and never said anything to the band. Yeah. All his best mates just fucked him oh, up. Really? That, that was the end of Z, that was the end of their band. Really? That was it. He, so he didn't tell said- anyone. Didn't tell anyone. Shit. Yeah. So I found that out in a Bowie documentary and then when you listen to the live album you hear him actually say it on stage. Yeah. Um because he used to he got so big that he would he would just uh, he would stay in his own hotels, mm. ride his own limousines to the be- like. These are all his best mates, yeah. like five or six of his best He's just mates. Been a real dog, real dickhead. Yeah. And so then, just, um, just by the way, just letting you know that I'm actually going to start my own podcast called uh, <laughs> Tom and the Pirate Pigeons. <laughs> I don't know why. Just, uh, Tom yeah. and the Pirate what? Tom and the Pirate Pigeons. Oh, yeah. the Pirate Pooches. Tom and the Pirate Pooches. You and, you and, you're not going to go with him, Ziggy? Tom and the PPs. <laughs> um, the PP Toms. I'm still on your dog and I'm still on your podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, you're good with that? So, so Ziggy star dog rather than uh, Ziggy. That makes sense. Ziggy. Um, Do you think he likes his name? Ziggy. Um, yeah, maybe. He doesn't know it yet. <laughs> He's literally chewing your... Hummus right there. He, is. he doesn't know his name. He's a. He's only about. Fuck, he's a cute dog. He's only about twelve hours into being called Ziggy. You know. Mm. And he's how old now? He's eight weeks and two days. Eight three weeks days. And two days. Three days now. Three days old. Yeah. yeah. So he's cruising. Imagine what it like. I know I said it before, but just imagine what it's like looking at everything and not knowing what the fuck it is. <laughs> it's insane. That's like how he's I feel every day. Yeah. <laughs> he's freaking right out. Coat hanger. <laughs> He's freaking right out. Oh, he was having cute. a great time on the carpet. I don't think he had, he'd seen carpet before. Yeah, I mean, he'd been he on floorboards. He's before. literally trying to rip the carpet apart. I'm like, Bowie, that's uh, Ziggy. That's not a bad. Well, he wouldn't. He never saw my foot before. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, I should um, should try and not Stick focus on the focus on the dog as much. But um, yeah. So he got little uh, little Ziggy star dog. I'm, He's good. I'm a little bit nervous. A little bit nervous about it because um, it's definitely a big. Like changing my life. Like yeah. all these people having kids. I've got mates who got like three kids, <laughs> three kids, two dogs, seven mortgages, yeah. fucking two businesses, and I'm like, I'm gonna you got fucking a podcast dog. And a dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, it's classic. But um, chick magnet though. But it is a chick magnet. Mm. It is definitely a chick magnet, and, and probably the, uh, a dude magnet. The old, the old Kurt Octave back on the market. So yeah. me, and, me and Bowie. I keep calling him Bowie. That's phrase dog. <laughs> Come here, pal. Man Ziggy, go over oh, to Tommy. Hey, go over to Tommy. Oh, look at you. <laughs> you and me are like. Eggplant and peach. <laughs> oh. How are you, mate? So, um, so I wonder what this is going to sound like to the listeners. This is going to be so strange. This dude likes just playing with a dog yeah. for an hour. Yes, a dog. Um, anyway, but mate. yeah, so fuck, I got back, got back from Mexico. I end up, um, I somehow survived pretty well over to the wedding. Mm. Took me f- from start to finish. Took me oh, 40, the transit. Took me forty hours. It's ridiculous. Forty hours to get there. So you, so you left the trip early. Yep. And you flew from Cancun I went, Airport. I went, yeah, but if you take in how I got to Cancun Airport, it was an hour taxi from Tulum to Playa, mm. an hour bus from Playa to Cancun, mm. two hours from Cancun to Mexico, mm. two hours from Mexico to LA, 14 hours from LA to Sydney, two hours from Sydney to Crescent, uh, to fucking Coffs Harbour, yep. two hours in a car to Crescent Head. To Crescent Head. It was a nightmare. Yeah. It was a fucking nightmare. So you, you just had to get a, on the beers hard when you got to the wedding. Well, it was it was three-day wedding. So yeah. it was a Friday night and I got in there and everyone was... Um, Corey had set up a backyard. Corey's a cricketer. Yeah. And he's a punt. He's my mate's a professional punter. Yep. Um, so anyway, just loves cricket, lives and breathes it. And all his family and friends are all the same. Mm. All, all my mates. So... It was, um, got in, had about an hour's snooze, and then, actually not even. No, I didn't have an hour's snooze. I got picked up and we had to go through the um, wedding rehearsal, which there was nothing fucking organized. Mm. 
and um, and then straight down for backyard cricket. All the boys are drinking beers. I actually stayed off the beers on the Friday night, which was a fantastic Good idea. Call. Good call. All the boys were it was a it hammer was a, in the beers. Oh yeah, it was like a four o'clock. Corey Corey oh. pissed the, Corey pissed the bed on his wedding pissed night. Pissed the bed the on night his wedding night. The, the, the night before the wedding, <laughs> but he was staying by himself because you know the bride and groom don't. But he was yeah. What's that? Um, is that, that is that a, that's a religious thing? Um, no, he's not religious. It is true. It's just it's probably from religion. It's a tradition that's probably from religion. Yeah, I'd say that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. So so you Corey stayed by himself. So and you don't bone the night before. Nah. And then you have the boning of a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. The following night. So so um so I got in and it was um backyard cricket and I've never played cricket before. So this is when I knew what? I was off to. A, I've never played a game. Genuine. Oh, I played a game of cricket when I was. Fifteen, ah, fucking prick, <laughs> Ziggy. Beat what are you doing? The fuck up, <laughs> Ziggy. Ah oh, man, Ziggy, we're on air, mate. You can't yeah, do you that. Can't just bite the, <laughs> bite the humats. <laughs> um, but um, yeah. So we got in, we got in and um, playing cricket and doing whatever. And because I've never played before, it was like um, everyone's trying to get me to bowl. Everyone's because it'd be pretty funny, you know. Like, yeah. obviously. But I played one game when I was younger, but I only fielded. They didn't let me bowl because I never bowled. Like, yep. There's no way I was going to bowl. Mm. And then they didn't let me bat, so I quit. <laughs> really? <laughs> we, yeah, yeah. yeah, fuck you guys. And we bowled, we bowled them out for eight. Uh, we bowled them out. Burnsy took five wickets for seven runs. Yeah. We bowled them out for eight. So, so what are the rules? So you've got your, obviously, one hand, one bounce. Uh, back six, and over. six and over. Yeah, six and over. So it's backyard six, to the Yeah, tee. backyard cricket. Yeah. So... Anyway, I get the ball. I start start um, start scratching up on the old hip there. Start um, yeah. And then anyway, start getting a roll the arm over. Just getting some practice in. Good. Then uh, roll roll the arm over. First ball was a dot ball. Yeah, good. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Uh, second ball, roll the arm over again. Getting ready. Here we go, boys. Big big. Uh, I was pretty nervous. You know, I never on, done yeah. it before. Roll the arm over. Second ball. Ah, he's got him. He's, he's got him. Get you on. Actually got him. Yeah, out. got him out. Okay, the, I was I was head over the um shirt over the head, sliding <laughs> yeah. on the sliding on my knees. Everyone's like, wrong sport, Pants bro. Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wrong sport. But uh, I was Tennis so excited. Out. Yeah. So and then what happens? So. They're like, okay, when you get someone out, you you bat. Yeah. So I've only I've only um, bowled two balls. I've got a dot and a wicket. I go in a bat. I've never batted before in my life. I'm like, fuck, this is gonna be ugly as shit. So mm. I'm standing there facing up. I'm like, um, how's this gonna go? Hang on, no, Mate, wrong, just, way. Just, wrong way, just, wrong just way. Just reenacting like, it now. You yeah, look yeah. retarded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like this, and my mate Jamie, one of Corey's other groomsmen. He's a new mate of ours. Uh, he's, not a, he's a new mate of mine because Corey's been mates with him for 15 years. Yep. But I just met him at the Bucks. He's a ripper oh, right, bloke, yeah. bloke. And he's a super talented footballer. He's oh, really? paid 30 grand a year playing footy oh, shit, locally okay. and um, local leagues. And anyway, so I thought he'd be a pretty handy cricketer, although he's never played before either. Anyway, Fucking so hell. I'm a little nervous. Jamie's, um, Jamie's bowling to me. First ball, stand here. And then bowls the ball. And I've gone down onto one knee and gone whack. <laughs> I've hit it for 500 meters. Yeah, 500 six, six meters. It out. Six, I'm telling you, mate, it went a million meters. I'm telling you. I know, I know it, it sounds like a long mate. shot. Yeah. Six and out, and we couldn't fall, find the ball. I fucked the game. Yeah. So we had to make a new ball. We had to get a new tennis ball and tape it up. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then I retired. Dropped the bat. See you later. You don't Done need with it. my cricket career. Life's dropped. Yeah, there's, uh, there's Don Bradman, Shane Warne, and me. <laughs> and Bill Kerr. Oh, let's go. Uh, so... Um, that's not my funny story from the wedding either, actually. Was it? But, did, did, did um? Well, your anal story was good. My, <laughs> what? There is no anal story. If there was an anal story, I'd tell it. There definitely was an anal story. But um, anal. Oh yeah, it was. Fuck, it was classic. It was. It was one of those times where um. Honestly, so the first day was fucking sick. Everybody, everybody partied for um, 
Probably too high. Two, <laughs> three. His head is <laughs> Ziggy. right in there. Ziggy, mate. You're this a boy, is, remember Ziggy. Uh, this is on here. You're a boy, Ziggy. Remember that? Yep. I remember that, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, well, you stole him off me, mate. Yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> well, we're, we're rooting. Um, so um, it was one of those times where, the, though, where um, it was just, oh, man, I was just, I couldn't have been in a happier place. Yeah, it's good. It was fucking awesome because Friday night didn't take my phone out. Um, not that that's a not that that's a, is he humping you? He was. He oh, was he's humping just me trying before. to climb on you. Well, he was. Um. Well, he was right down below. Mm. He was right in the Siggy Star Dog before. Yeah, yeah. And now he's. Um. Now he's just changing position. So yeah, yeah. We've gone from uh, six nine to missionary. <laughs> and, uh, um, we don't plan on stopping. Um. We'll yeah. definitely get a photo of him after this. Yeah, yeah, for that's sure. That's great. Um. Ah, not the fucking inside of the elbow. So sorry. Yeah, it was one of those times where you just uh, surrounded by all your best mates. Friday night, didn't take my phone out. Sober, but I was. Up and about too. Like everyone was drunk. Mm. I was there till like 2, 3 a.m. till everyone else was. Telling yeah, yeah. stories, having laughs, like being ridiculous. And this is the Friday night. This is the Friday night. Yeah. And I felt really good. I'm like, fuck, I should do this more often, go yeah. out sober because I was having such a good time. But, it, you know, but it's also like all my best mates. Like you go out to a bar or something, it's a bit different, you know, yeah, like yeah. fucking flogs all around you and it, like pumping yeah, well, music. Oh, the yeah, mum, right. music was pumping. Everyone's trying to showboat themselves. Yeah, yeah. So it's different no, when you was, just got all your mates. Yeah, yeah. So it was awesome. And then I woke up Saturday and got ready. So I was MC. And best man, so I had both duties on the mm. on the mic, and um, yeah, killed both of those. Um, Good. Corey and Ange didn't have anything prepared for like timelines, and this has got to be before this and that, whatever. So we kind of ran through it, man. Cause, but I was it was it was a perfect wedding. It ran smoothly, but I think there was a lot of stuff that wasn't organised that should have been organised. Yeah. You know, for me, for me anyway, I felt like I didn't know what was going on. Mm. But I was asking Corey and Ange a couple of questions, and I thought, fuck, I'm not gonna hassle them on their wedding night. Yeah, that's right. So I just ended up taking charge and like speaking all that. Yeah, and, and, and all, pretty much ran it behind the scenes, I reckon, yeah. and, and did a good job. So I was fucking proud of myself. But I know you wouldn't want a massively planned sesh, wouldn't you? Like you wouldn't just be fun and just to mm. seamlessly go through to the next, ah, you fucker. <laughs> oh. um, Z, what are you doing? Z, just oh, beat me right in the little wedding. But um, no, but I mean like we didn't know, like it, it was like come in, um, the bridal waltz is kind of supposed to be first a lot of the time. Like the bridal waltz oh, is yeah. right at the end. Like when do you cut the cake? Yeah. Um, when do you do the speeches? Just all that stuff. That wasn't really planned. And like, and like how how long is dinner going to take? There was no, uh, just a lot of the logistics hadn't been figured out. I mean, in in the best way possible. Like it was mm. always going to run smoothly. Mm. They had me there to coordinate with people mm. as an MC. Like that's part of the, it's totally fine. Like yeah, it's, it's all good. part of it. It was all ready. It just wasn't like in what timeline should this fit in and mm. what way should the should the wedding actually run. So mainly just for me, I was stressing because I had the mic in my hand. Yeah, that's right. You know, and yeah, I'm like, you, got to, you had to be on the whole time. Mm. And the bridal waltz is the... Yeah. So what did we do? So it wasn't the bridal waltz. What I said was, um, I said, have you guys planned anything? So, so we had the bridal waltz and the cutting the cake right at the end. So everyone was like loosey-goosey by that stage. And... Um, and so I just got the I got the uh, I got the band to drop a like a sensual like a funky kind of beat. I can't remember what yeah. they did, like like some kind of like cool like cool beat like funky song. Yeah. And then I just put Corey and Angie out in the middle and just said, Fuck, you guys have got to dance a cappella style, you yeah. know? Or um What do they do? Because uh, my parents did the chicken dance. Did they really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> no 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 uh, Like you do anything. Yeah, well my mate's I'll be gonna, I'm gonna be doing the full multi at mine. My mate Steve O did um he um 
him and his wife behind the scenes, so nobody knew. They studied the like the salsa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they studied. Uh, they did the salsa. Yeah, and then they got out. Like no one was, it was supposed to be the brighter waltz, and then the music just dropped, and he just fucking. They just started doing this epic salsa. That's sick. How sick would that be? To say? Yeah, that'd be good. So um, now uh, we just got him on the dance yeah. floor and just got him, just got him dancing and everything, and then um, everyone kind of joined in, and it was pretty sick. But um, how pumped does that get you to like have your own wedding? Um, I'm keen for a sesh. Oh, you know what? I'm not even keen for a wedding, obviously, because I've got no one to marry. But, um, <laughs> Poor bastard. But, but, um, but I was thinking about over the last three years, because there's three parts to the wedding, and it's fucking awesome because I've had Woz, groomsman for Woz, Frey, best man for Frey, best mm. man for Corey. They're my three big weddings that I've had. Mm. And there's three parts. So there's the engagement party, which is like 50-year best mates all together yeah. for a night. Then there's the wedding, or the bucks, which is 50 mates all together for, yeah. for the one night. And then there's the wedding, which is fu- the same thing. Yeah. So by the time it's over, it's real melancholy. For me, it was real melancholy because we had a Sunday thing as well. and Just, just fucking amazing. And, and I was like, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have a fucking, I'm going to have a docs non-bucks. Like, this is not a bucks, but it's a bucks, buddy. It's a like, bucks. Let's just get hammered all day. Oh, yeah, it's a non-bucks Go, bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a non-marriage bucks. It's a non-marriage bucks. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, it's like a, it's like an alcohol-free mojito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah know? You're not bucks in the bucks. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Because... Never oh, been man. done. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. probably been done. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's just a party. <laughs> yeah, I'm going <laughs> to have a party. You're going to have a party. I'm going to have a party. going to have a party at some point. But, yeah, so... That's good. Because we had the Sunday as well. And the Sunday, it was just Saturday was big. Saturday was a ten a.m. for me, oh. and the best shit happened at eight a.m. to ten a.m. You know, like <laughs> as all good things do. Yeah, um, biggest day I've had in fuck twenty years, five years, five years since I was in South America, and I probably oh, yeah. went all the way through a couple of times. You know, yeah, I haven't had as big of a day, and um, which is good. Oh, it was the best. So, and then Sunday, Sunday was just like for me. Some crew were drinking and. For me, it was just I was sober again. We're just sitting around um, bowls at the RSL because it's like a little surf town, Crescent Head, mm. RSL, fuck all else. Mm. And um, and I just literally sat in the table with my friends and their partners. And a lot of the times, I just skipped out on conversations. I joined in on a bunch. Like it was, it was just natural interaction. Yeah, like I wasn't right. being overly quiet or overly loud or nothing or anything yeah. like that. But I was just even when I was just like not in the conversation. So it was like two of my mates sitting each side of my right, two of my mates sitting each side of my left. I'm just sitting in the middle, not talking to anyone. I was just. It was a strange feeling. It was a real 100% euphoric feeling. Yeah, It really good. was. Yeah. Three days of just doing fuck all with your best mates. Yeah. Because I don't get enough time of that stuff mm, in my life, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. Oh, man. And that's the good thing about that's the good thing about these destination weddings is they're a pain in the ass for people and you're not going to get everyone there, but the people you do get there- yeah, They're not, not going anywhere. That's right. Yeah. There's, no, there's no, oh, yeah, rock up at two o'clock for the wedding. Yeah. Reception's at six. I've got to go home because we've got kids by eight. You know, you don't get the time to speak with anyone. Yeah, like, that's right. My mate Burnsy, Burnsy was over there. Burnsy's got um, he was a bit of a sad sack. Burnsy, he was not. He was he was up and about in a big way, but he, but he was up and about in like all you would complain about is how hard he's having kids and how he's got no wife. Just and he's, being a sad his sack. wife, he's, he's you know he doesn't get as much sex as he probably wanted. You know, he <laughs> doesn't bus. listen to the show, Burnsy, so he'll be right. Yeah, but, um, yeah. But his um, kids do though. <laughs> but um, maybe his wife doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm hoping she does. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, it was so funny. Like he was so up and about, but. Like Burnsy, one hundred percent. I went to his wedding a couple of years ago, and since then, uh, three or four years ago, and since then, I got kicked out of his wedding actually by his wife. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck! I really hope she listens now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's gold. Um, but uh, so Karen, if you're if you're out there, uh, it's definitely not Karen. <laughs> um, Why'd you get kicked out? 
So, guys, just a quick uh, quick word in between our podcast to talk about our sponsors again. So, Quash Creative, guys, Q-U-A-R-S-H, creative.com. So, that's our friend, uh, good friend of the show, Sean Marsh. So, Quash Creative is an Elwood-based freelance firm um, whose sole aim is to solve business challenges with creative solutions, whether that solution is a new website logo or marketing strategy, if you come with a problem, he'll work out the worst, uh, the most effective way to solve it. Not the worst effective way. The worst thing to do, <laughs> give it to you. <laughs> the and most effective, charge you for the, it. The most effective way. So, guys, if you like our intro to our podcast, that's one of the things that Marshy has done. Marshy put that together for us, and um, and he did a fantastic job because I can listen to it time after time after time. Mm. So, any sort of creative things that you need in your business, head to www.quashcreative.com and use. The line, drop the line in when you're discussing of radio, Event Street Radio, and you'll get a free SEO report on your website or feedback on your existing brand. I like it. So check it out. Have you been listening to anything on Audible at the moment? Um, I have, but I haven't had all that much time with um, with Audible. So yeah. Audible's our next sponsor, guys. I'm currently going through The Silk Roads by Peter Frankopan. Yep. Peter the Frankopan. Silk, the, the Silk Roads, A New History of the World. So that's basically about the Silk Road, so Asia. Mm. It talks about um, mm. how everything that we have in our culture really started from Asia. Um, Europe took it on from there, and now like a lot of uh, a lot of things come from North America and obviously Europe as well. But Asia is where it all really kind of began. It began in Africa, but culture, the culture that we have today, started in Asia. So it's a really interesting look back through thousands of years of history. And um, next, I've got lined up in my Audible. I've got. Uh, Rewire your anxious brain, as you guys that listen oh, a bit. It's a good book. I've as, read that. As you, uh, you guys that listen a bit, know that um, I would go through a little bit of anxiety or have in the past. Um, what I have read, I've read Animal Farm, How to Win Friends and Influence People, Guns, Germs, and Steel, A Short History of Nearly Everything, Sex at Dawn, The Alchemist. I've well, been through. We're going to go through all the books, and then as we'll whip out the old phone, <laughs> whip out the old dog and bone. So I just finished, uh, yeah, The God Delusion. Um, is that something you'd be interested in reading? Yeah, definitely at some Interesting point. Interesting book, mate. Interesting yeah, book. Yeah. Uh, I've read Dare, The New Way to End Anxiety by Barrick McDonough, who I can, for the uh, the first time on the show, drop that. We will be interviewing him. Cool. We will be interviewing Barry McDonough. He's a uh, big inspiration of mine. He helped me out of the uh, helped me out of the dirt when I was down there. So um, that'll be amazing. Rich Dad Poor Dad's a good one. And then obviously the four-hour World Week I froth. Yeah, so guys, Audible, honestly... Um, I, I'm someone who struggles to, to read, unless it's a really, really enticing book like a Graham Hancock or a, uh, some of J.K. Rowling's earlier stuff. Um, I, uh, I struggle to read. I struggle just to sit myself down and find the time to read because I love to just do stuff all the time. But I use Audible when I'm driving around, when I have a spare moment because it, I feel like it, it just t- kills two birds with one stone. Like I can get other shit done whilst learning more. So... For me, having audiobooks at the drop of a hand and getting that free credit um, when I signed up was for a, was was awesome. So I strongly recommend Audible, guys. And it's it's not just about you know it's not just about. I mean, Bill and I use it for uh, for weird shit like you know history and anxiety and and all that sort of stuff. But it's got anything on there. You can read fiction. You can read romance. I listened to The Martian, and yeah. I I listened to The Martian while I was doing a day of uh, tradie work, pinch hitting, and. Uh, 
and I didn't want to stop working. Yeah, you got it done the whole day, didn't you? Did well, you get done that one day? No, nah, because it's 14 hours, but oh, that's right, yeah. I did like six hours of first, no, I did like five hours of first day and then the second day. Oh, it's a good book. Whatever. So, so much so, better than the movie. Yeah. I, I like, love that I book. I like the movie, but the book, man, and it the narrator, amazing. it's like watching a movie in your yeah. head for 15 hours. Yeah, it is. It's like a real entertaining 15-hour movie. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's crazy. Really good book, yeah. It's crazy, so. So guys, no, jump to www.audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF and get your free credit, like we said in the intro, for a 30-day trial back to the show uh uh well just better bin burns he reckons it was um a bunch of different reasons his wife apparently reckons it was a bunch of different reasons but <coughs> the reason that i was told at the time um the bridesmaid there was so what i was going to say just to finish off is Burnsy would have been one of those guys that would have had to bail yeah um you know that's oh, the, yeah, so he, we had the three days of Burnsy and it was fucking awesome you know yeah but as far as getting kicked out of the wedding um well, uh, so there was me and Wooler, who's Burnsy's cousin, who's a mate of mine. Yeah. Me and me and Jack Woolcott were the only two people that were single at the wedding that were dudes. <laughs> and then there was um, there was two single women. One of them was a uh, bridesmaid, and one of them was a photographer. This redheaded photographer chick. Yep. Burnsy made the um, Burnsy made the seating arrangements that the redheaded photographer <laughs> was directly in between me and Willa on the table, you know, at the dinner table. Yeah, it was classic. And me and Willa were like fighting for her affection, basically. Yeah, of but it was like a running gag between the boys and like me and Willa and stuff. Yeah, and um, so you, you were in on it. Yeah, well, we yeah. Were, uh, like we were both. We both definitely would have hooked up with her had we, but we weren't. We weren't really caring at no, all. No, we no, were no. just. It was. A, it was a more of a fun gag, yeah, and like yeah. a bit of bit of a laugh and and whatever. And we were just enjoying ourselves. Anyway, so. The bridesmaid obviously sits near the bride, so mm. she's the other single chick. Mm. So I haven't spoken a word to her all night, and I'm sitting down with um, Ash Purdy, who's a great friend of mine, really old friend. It's a chick, and Bur- a good it's friend a of Burnsy's. Yeah. Um, it's a chick. It's a chick. <laughs> it's a dude. <laughs> um, so sitting next to Ash, and um, I remember sitting down, we're just taking photo after photo after photo, and this chick, the bridesmaid, comes and stands above me. Me and Ash looks down at us and goes... Um, this is no shit what she said to me. Yeah. She goes, um, just wanted to know, uh, just wanted to let you know that you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> and I just, I kind of like looked at Ash. Ash is a legend. Yeah, like yeah. Just loose, like fun chick. Yeah. I look at Ash. I look at her. I said, uh, excuse me? Yeah. I said, I haven't even talked to you. Yeah. And she goes, uh, that's exactly why you're a fucking asshole. She goes, um, <laughs> she goes, she goes, I was gonna fuck you tonight. What? And you haven't even spent a second to come and try and talk to me, so you can get fucked. <laughs> Literally, looks like he goes, "You can get fucked." Something like that. But I, but and, I will. And I and I just started pissing I myself I laughing. Can't. I just I just started pissing myself laughing. I'm like, what? And said, and just me and Ash were making gags. I'm like, oh, yeah, what, yeah. What, whatever, whatever, love. And then she walked whatever off. <laughs> she See walked, you later. Yeah, yeah. She walked off, and um, so, but then after that. Like, I was probably a little bit lippy to her. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's like, fine, though. She called you an like, asshole. I would walk Mate, up. You, she, she called you the hole of an ass. Yeah, yeah. You are you are Brown Circle McGee. Yeah, that's, I am a hummus. You are a hummus. Mr. Hummus. You don't want to be there. Hummus. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be so loud in the mic. <laughs> uh, so, hummus. anyway, so, so I went about the night kicking around, having a good time. And mm. me and this chick ended up having like... It was kind of like flirtatious banter yep. on the the fact of like... Flanter. Yeah, yeah. On the, on the fact of us... You know uh, the conversation that we'd had, but then I might have maybe gotten a little bit out of hand. Like I was walking past her, and I'd be like, "Oh, have you found anyone that is uh, <laughs> found anyone to, to fuck you yet?" Yeah. Or like, and then um, she what just about this bloke? <laughs> yeah, so um, like so, Derek. Derek. so I just had um, I was sitting in the pool and 
And Burns' wife came up. I was sitting in the pool with all my mates, just cruising, just having a good time. And, and Burns' wife came up. She goes, oh, you got to go. Um, thingo, the chick, whatever her name was, doesn't want you here. Who was her best mate? Yeah, her best mate. You know? <laughs> so, but it was... And I just went, fuck. I, I, there was no argument because it's yeah. the bride. Yeah, yeah. You can't, like, you can't not. Fuck off, look, look. Um, <laughs> this is my wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I just packed up and, and bailed. But, um, yeah, so... Um, but it was just because... But Burns' wife reckons, which is... She doesn't know what she's on about. And then, um, so she reckons that I went up to the bar and um, ordered drinks. The bar was closed, so I went up and ordered drinks under Matt Burns' name. <laughs> Fucking, of course I'm going to. Yeah. It's a wedding. Yeah. Who cares? Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, and yeah. Then, and then apparently- well, that's fair. Yeah. Wouldn't you have had the tap? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, um, and apparently, that. apparently I- um, I'll I do that walked- without a wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking yeah. about Burnsy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Burnsy, just so you know, you have a um, $5,000 tab at, tab at, at, at uh, Caulfield, Caulfield <laughs> IJ Liquor. And, and, um, uh, yeah, and the Glen Ira Pharmacy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and then apparently I chucked a couple of bottles in the bushes, like all these little like random things. Yeah. And I threw a towel in the pool or something. Like three, <laughs> so three things like that. Three things like that. You would just be a menace. And uh, those things could have happened. Yeah. But at the time, I remember it pretty distinctly mm. that I was kicked out because the chick... Didn't want to be there anymore. Well, I mean, that could have been the camel that rocked the straws, but. But yeah, there was some, <laughs> some interesting. There was some interesting stuff happening at this wedding as well. So me and Leon, the reason it was a ten o'clocker for us, mm. ten a.m. Is because everyone's kicking on um, at this. So the party, the, the reception lasted till twelve a.m. Mm. and then. Everyone went back to this big house that they'd, that Corey and Ange had, had um, hired, Airbnb, and everyone just partied on there. And it was sick. Like, crew were skinny dipping in the pool, and good. Uh, people were smoking joints, and good. we were all punching beers down. Good. And then, it's having a great time. And then, me and Leon, it's about five or six, and everyone's starting to wind down. And that would have probably been the reasonable time to finish it up, you know? And then, so I said, oh, Lisa, do you want to get out of here? Let's, um, let's bail, man. So, we had an Airbnb just down the road. Mm. So, to get out of there, it was down... And right down again, and then left, and down. it was basically just downhill. Yep. Um, it's about probably a 10, 15 minute walk, and then um, Ziggy's- how, how cute is that? <laughs> that is ridiculous. Yeah. If you're listening, uh, Ziggy Stardog is just absolutely He's cruising cool, next to Tommy. He? He's just sleeping his little oh, little heart out. <laughs> that is. If it if you've ever wanted to eat a dog more, that, now, now's the time. I'll, Talk um, about when the chow mein on point. <laughs> That's I'll take a photo of the little fella. We'll, we'll put it on the um, we'll put it on the social medias. <laughs> I look like an idiot here. We're still oh, no, recording we're as well. Him up. We're waking him up. Oh no. Okay. Um, Ag natural. Yeah. So. Hello. <laughs> so um, so we were so we had to walk back to our to our apartment. So we started walking, and for about thirty minutes, we're walking and we're walking uphill. Yeah. And then we're pissed as fuck, you know, like we're yeah, so yeah, drunk. Wrong. And I said to Leon, I said, "Hey, man." Are we supposed to be walking downhill? <laughs> Leon goes, yeah. And what the fuck's that freeway doing here? <laughs> so anyway, basically we'd walked half an hour in the wrong direction. Yeah. So we walked back. Took us, took us. We'd been walking for an hour when we realized, I mean, when we got back to where we started. So, but the good thing was we had six beers with us. Yeah. So we took, we took four beers and Leon goes, we're going to need more than that. So, okay. So what was the time? Uh, this is about 6am by this stage. Okay. So yeah. sun's starting to come up a little bit. Then we start again. We're going downhill this time. Like, right, we fig- we've actually figured it out. Mm. So, don't know how though. It took us like an hour to get back there. Still, mm. all these. We're just two guys and about about twenty beers walking <laughs> through the street. I've got 
one button done up on my shirt. My shirt's unevenly buttoned, so yeah. like the, the collars don't line up. They're like two buttons out. I've only got one button on because I was swimming. Just a real Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah. I got my, my wedding pants on with my um, pants rolled up to my knees. No shoes, no anything. Just looking like a fucking hobo. Disgusting. Leon, because Leon works at Melbourne Football Club and he's just straight 180. Legend, Lewis has a yeah. great guy. One of my best friends. But he's also very well presented. So yeah. Leon looks a million bucks. He looks great. Yeah, and I look like a homeless bloke yeah. that's found, found some guy that's been in a wedding shirt. Yeah. You know? So, and anyway, we're walking through the streets just making a ruckus and all these people in their houses are yelling out, Oi, shut up, you fucking yeah. heads. We're trying to sleep. Anyway, we get down to our apartment and then we still had a few beers left. So we were literally sitting in the gutter, mm. um, talking to bike rides they go past, talking to people as they walk their dogs. And because uh, everyone knew about the wedding. It's such a small town. They knew we were in town for the wedding. Yeah. So anyway... Um, we're all t- talking to all this crew, literally sitting in the gutter with no shoes on, drinking beers at eight in the morning. And this old woman comes up to me and uh, she goes, she goes, oh, you guys have, you guys have had a big night, haven't you? What's going on down here? And we're like, oh, we've been, been a wedding and my best mate's wedding. And like, and she starts talking to us and she asks me, um, she goes, and what do you guys do with yourself? You guys seem, uh, seem really cool. What do you do? I said, well, I've just got back from Mexico. I, I take people on adventure holidays for a living. She goes, oh my God, that is amazing. That <laughs> yeah. is the coolest. And she's, this lady was like 50. On. And she was just, she was infatuated with me. Yeah. Like absolutely infatuated with me. She's like asking me all these questions, telling me she loves my beard. Oh my God, you're so handsome. Loves your beard. Yeah, you're so handsome. You're so this and that. Um, and like the whole adventure travel guy, like that. She, yeah. Anyway, so I'm like, all right, lady, no worries, whatever. We're just having a hilarious time. <laughs> Sitting in the gutter still drinking beers with this old lady. She goes, all right, fuck this. You're coming with me grabs my hand and pulls me out of the gutter. I said, I said, where are you going? She goes, I'm taking you to my daughter. What? So, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, Lisa, what, what do I do? Yeah, she's, yeah. she's dragging me through the streets, like dragging me forcefully through the streets. I said, Lisa, come on, come with me, come with me. He goes, yeah. fuck that. I said, hey, lady, have you got any other daughters? She goes, I've got two. I said, Lisa, she's got yeah, another daughter. She's got another daughter, yeah. yeah. So, what about you, love? <laughs> yeah. So anyway... We walk through the streets. She busts down the door of her of her house, and her daughter is sleeping on the lounge room with her on the floor and on a blow up mattress with her mate in the lounge room. Really? Yeah. So she shakes her daughter, shakes her daughter. Casey, Casey, wake up! I've got something I want you to meet. I've got, got something I want you to meet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice one. Um, anyway, so pushes me into her daughter. I sit down. I literally just for a laugh to make Leon and her laugh. <laughs> I've picked her daughter up and sat her on my lap. Yeah. Her daughter's like. 16 at this stage. <laughs> at this stage, as me at this stage. Like, so anyway. She, she, she eventually gets older as the story continues. <laughs> yeah. But at this yeah. stage of the story, yeah. she, was, she was nine. Yeah. So anyway, so we're sitting, I'm sitting there with my arm around her daughter. She was maybe maybe 18, but like for the sake of the story, we'll say 16. <laughs> she, was, she was 11. <laughs> yeah. um, and a boy. Anyway, so we're talking to, uh, we're talking to the whole family. The grandmas came, came out and met us. The brother was walking around, wanted to fucking... So there was... There was. There just happened to be a family of seventy people. Mate, no, I in breakfast. Oh, no, really? Breakfast. It's eight thirty in the morning. <laughs> yeah, like, and I've just rocked some rudderless bin of a man <laughs> yeah. has come in. I'm looking. Literally, I'm looking, literally mate, committed. <laughs> I am looking one hundred percent bin at this stage. Yeah, you are bin. And, and um, you've picked up a child. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. on your lap. This is you've committed about ten crimes. This is the. La- I'll show you a photo. This is the lady that. Um, this, that's the lady that picked us up. That's me. That's what I look like. Dishevelled as fuck. Leon's just got a blank stare. Look, looks like he's got nothing going through his, <laughs> that's his the brain. Lady. Yeah. <laughs> That's and, uh, classic. Anyways, Jeez, he's looking good, Leon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, he's looking good. Looking a lot better than me. You are looking atrocious. <laughs> and you're pointing to the uh, the iron. <laughs> yeah. um, so that was us doing some ironing with the, with the mum. Met, oh, met I the grandma. It was metaphorical. 
met, met the grandma and then I was like just to make this a better story I better actually kiss this daughter like she was trying to make me kiss her okay hang and on then- before we get to any legal issue here can we just can we just you're allowed to kiss 16 year old girls in New South Wales okay that's good yeah, 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 good. yeah. and parts of Tasmania <laughs> yeah. oh, it's, it's 14 Tasmania <laughs> oh, and it's 14, 14 year old sheep and 6 year old dudes oh, but, God. Um, anyway so so um, Leon goes fuck this I'm out of here this is too weird so Leon leaves is he hitched up um, no. Nah. Oh, nah, he's, he's on. on. He's on. He's over. Why did he go We're with the mum? You um, didn't want to go with the mum. Oh. You just saw the photo, bro. I know, but you didn't want to go with she's the Cinder, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to. I said to the daughter, <laughs> I'm like, you're going to. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm balanced. She goes, oh, don't go, whatever. Like, hang around. And then we walked outside. And I was like, fuck it. Just for the sake of the story, I'm going to go in here. <laughs> so I started making out with the, with the daughter. <laughs> and um, anyway, I'm making out in the, in, the, in the driveway of the of the house. And then. Fucking next thing I know, the window opens of the ha- the door, uh, the room that's next to where I'm standing, and it's her old man in bed, and he goes, "Mate, fuck off, or I'm coming out there." Jeez. <laughs> was, oh. But the thing he said was, he didn't care that I was kissing his daughter. The thing he said was, "Yeah, I'm trying to fucking sleep." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cared more about his eight hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Leon by this stage is the fucking child abuse. Leon, Leon at this stage is fucking about two hundred meters away. Yeah. I said, "Lisa, hang on, wait, I'm coming up." Kiss this, um, kiss this um, prepubescent fucking girl um, one, one more time and legged it, legged it out of there. And then, oh man, it was just got weirder and weirder. Yeah, it was, oh, hang on, did it? Nah, it didn't. Okay, it didn't. good. It didn't. You that's don't as weird as, that. that's as weird as it gets. Yeah, that's good. That's as weird it's as it gets. I went guy, upstairs but... and uh, next thing you know, <laughs> should, should make jokes about that. <laughs> yeah, nah, she was For probably. For the purpose of the story, everyone was 31 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was probably, she could have been 18, yeah. but she could have also been 16. Yeah. So, <laughs> Which is okay. Yeah. We probably should look so, that up. Yeah. I think it's okay though. Yeah. So, I would, um, I would hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But fuck, man. It was weird. And then, so we went down to get some breakfast from straight from this. So we're hammered and um, didn't know what was going on. And the bo- we saw a couple of the boys, like our mates, they were going to get breakfast too. Yeah. And I told that story and they thought that I was delusional. Yeah. Like they legit thought I was making, making shit up. And then by the time we got back to see everybody later that afternoon, there was like, they told everyone, but there was people that could corroborate our stories. There was people like, oh, no, I saw him sitting on the street corner. And then someone was like, I saw this old lady holding his hand walking down the street. And then so, the mum ended up being there. I was the one in the house. <laughs> what are you doing here? So, I'll just get some eggs. So it's actually funny because the whole, the whole um, story like grew. And by the time I got caught up with everyone like later that afternoon, they were like, hey, tell us about this fucking story. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty funny. It was one of the strangers. up 50 chicks. <laughs> it was pretty... Um, it was pretty chicken. It was one of the weirder. It was one of the weirdest stories um, that I've had in a fu- in a long while. Oh, well, yeah, yeah the mum mum dragged me back to a sixteen year old daughter. That's weird. Waking isn't her it? up in the lounge room. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, surely she would have wanted the eight hours. Mm. And what was her mate? What was her mate doing? Um, her mate was just giggling away. She was hanging out. I was telling Leon to, well, get in get, there, get son. The I'm oh, you're in. Yeah, yeah. We're on. We're on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make it work. Let's go. Uh, it was so funny, man. So all in all, pretty pretty relaxed night. Um, yeah. The actual wedding went well. The wedding went really well, yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Really well. That's um, good. Just, um, Did you just... have any like real shitty dad jokes? Oh, I used your, I used your opener. I oh. used an opener of yours. Did you? Yeah. So I said, um, Did you go tear your hand? I said, uh, Trademark. I said, All right, guys. So, um, Here we go. so I'll be your, uh, I'll be your MC for the evening. Uh, my name's Bill Kerr. I'm the, I'm the best man. People call me Doc. Uh, I've also been called, uh, Hey, you in the bushes? Yeah. And I literally like, That's not mine. That's I the Simpsons. But yeah. I literally paused and like, like, yeah. where's, the, where's the laughs? Where's yeah. the laughs? And then there was like, oh. um, And then I said, Well, oh. yeah, yeah. I said. Oh, that's my last gag tonight, so I'm glad that bombed. Yeah. But then, um, but now once I um, that's going to be the best gag. Of all once time. I got off to a start, I um, I I'm just I'm not a funny witty dude. 
I just you know you're not bad. I, I'm I'm funny. I'm funny. Jasmine said it to me once. Uh, one of my best chick mates, Jasmine. She said she goes, "You're the funniest fucking dude I've ever met." And I'm like, "I'm not even funny, Jazz." She goes, "Nah, but you're just funny." Yeah, like, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I just say dumb things and you like say dumb. Yeah, but you work well. You work well with your your stories are funny. Yeah, my your stories, stories are funny. Right. Yeah, my stories are right. I just have I must have mannerisms that go all right. Cause, yeah, your mannerisms because my my speech I had I had no. Um, and I was just very self-deprecating yeah. and like running around being, being a goose really yeah. you know, no because no, I, I tried to with actual speech I tried to write funniness into it and it um, just doesn't work you know well yeah I think if you um, not a stand-up comedian yeah I'm definitely no, like mm. stand-up comedians I feel are just like very good at observing the world mm. and then they can see the funny side to it mm. they may not necessarily be funny in like conversation to conversation but they're just smart yeah you know like it's hard. Yeah, for sure. But also, like, if you're going to write funny in, you have to know timing. Yeah. You, you have to know tone. Yeah. You have to know all that shit. So I was like... So I feel like you and I just kind of work off people. Yeah, that's right. That's what I did. I yeah. worked off the crowd. I worked off me fucking things up. Yeah. Very self-deprecating to myself. I yeah. worked off the band and, like, t- took the piss out of the band yeah, behind yeah, yeah. me. Who were great. These guys were Being awesome. racist, sexist, yeah, yeah, all the yeah. good stuff. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I had one gag in the speech. Um, the gag was... Um, I said, oh, firstly, uh, you know, you got a couple minutes left. This is the one gag. I'll let you know. T- tell me if you think it's funny. Yeah. So I said, all right, guys. So um, I know you've had enough of listening to me, but I promise you, uh, you only have a couple minutes left. Um, so I'm the best man. I do need to make a speech. I said, um, so it would be, it would be, uh, it would be remiss of me to. <laughs> To go without saying that the bridesmaids look absolutely beautiful, and the groomsman Jamie, of course, as well. Yeah, so he was like good. the most um, pretty boy kind of yeah. um, uh, one of the groomsmen, and everyone pissed themselves. So I was like, "Yeah, that's good. That's good. It. That was my one gag. <laughs> that was your one <laughs> yeah. gag. Yeah. So everyone pissed themselves. Yeah. Fuck, what a spillage. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's so, anyway, so yeah. yeah, it was uh, it was a fun it was a fun weekend. But now I'm cooked after that. Yeah, that's right. So you okay. get back in your powerlifting though. Um, Friday I will or today yeah but you squat the squat 10s Friday um, squat 13s Friday I might get back in yeah I'll be getting back into it for sure mm. I haven't yet I've been too tired with little Ziggy rocking up how good is he <laughs> He's the I best. just can't get over him I know I said it before but how far do you reckon you could boot him over a fence <laughs> <laughs> 10 kegs <laughs> look at this little mate he could grow up and change the world this kid this kid right here mm. you know I mean you never know you never he know he could end up being the next lassie yep the next uh Fido. Yep, the next Fido. Yep, the next... Uh, all Oats. Liz Turner. Yep. <laughs> They're all there. <laughs> Oats. <laughs> oh, look at you, pal. Look at you. I'm it looking forward to when he pisses. What do you mean? Like, he'll... Oh, look at that little hand. How are you, pal? <laughs> he's already getting a bit eccentric. Yeah. Takes up his old man. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> good. He's just going to sleep a ton, I think. Yeah, he's cooked now. With a little puppy. Well, he was eating my socks before. Mm. Mm. No, he's, he's totally cruising. It's... um. It's funny though, like I didn't get really much um, information about how to be a good dog owner, so I've just been like researching it all online. It's made me a little nervous. I'm not gonna lie. Do they say if um, you're a really good dog owner? Ogner. <laughs> dog owner. <laughs> a Shrek Ogner. Um, then you can be you can be a pretty good parental dental. <laughs> um, yeah. I I would imagine so, eh? Yeah, I would, I, assume, think so. I would assume so. Well, it's the same thing. I mean, we look like that. But they also say like they also say strange things like throw maybe it might be throwaway line like the way that you treat you speak to your mum is the way that you speak to your partner. Have you ever heard what? that? Yeah, like uh, the way that you speak to your mum is the way that you speak to your partner. Well, that's right. I, I call my mum baby and and um, come over here, sex pest. 
Um, Sorry, Mum. I know you will 100% hear that, so I didn't want to go too far there. Uh, as, as if I... And Bill's calling you a sex pest. I'm calling a, a girl a sex pest. A sex pest. <laughs> I would never do that. Um, sex pest. But, um, uh, but I don't think that's the case because I talk kind of... I've always Jenny's been... Your mum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've always been so nice to like my partners and like a little bit mean to my mum. <laughs> like I never get in arguments. Like I treat girls really nicely. And mum, I'm like, I'm very blunt. Fuck you. And very like, yeah, I don't know. I just, but I love my mum. Like we're close as fuck, you yeah, know. But yeah, yeah, Just a different way that I talk to her. Yeah. Why do you yeah. say that though? It's bizarre. That's got to be a Freudian thing, surely. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, actually, I don't even know what Freudian means. Freudian. I hear it all the time and I read it and I'm just like, oh, I'll just pretend I know what that means. <laughs> Well, I'll give you I'll give you the story, pal. So uh, I don't know why I put pal there. Wait on me, pal. Yeah, that was um that was kind of Wait on me, champ. Champ, <laughs> digger. Um, so Freud, Sig- hmm? Sigmund, Sigmund Freud, Sigmund Freud. Yeah. Um, Sigmund Freud was uh, that famous psychiatrist. Yeah. I think he was a psychiatrist, not a psychologist. Psychiatrist, but he was obsessed with like sexuality and sex, and he believed like behavior was all related to sex and, and all that sort of stuff. And right. one of the biggest things that he sort of developed, I think, was that how you end up sort of going out with someone that closely resembles your the opposite gender of your your parent. So it's like uh. I'd like I'd be attracted to like a girl who was kind of like my mum or, or because that's who you have grown up with and that's mm. how you've you you've become to? comfortable in the world. Mm. But he was obsessed with like sexual relations and all that sort of stuff. He was um possibly to to today's standard a, a genuine sex pest. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Genuine yeah. creepo one thousand. Creepo seven four. Yeah. Mm. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, but no, I think that makes sense because if you can if you can look after a dog, you should be able to look after yeah, the next step is a human, but a human's probably easier to look after than a dog in a lot of ways. Do you? Well, I think so. Well, well, yeah. well, well, in the in the early days, well, in the early days, because kids don't do fuck all, but once they once they start to grow and learn, they oh, can when they, f- they resp- well, they they have a brain, they have a human brain. Two, but between two to four, it's rough. Yeah. It's rough city. <laughs> yeah, well, it's I mean, gonna be rough city with him. Yeah, it's gonna be rough city. <laughs> Although, do you reckon you'll get a lot of sleep? Well, last night he kept me up a fair bit. How, did he? Well, he just... I had him in his bed in my bed and mm. um, and he was crying for a little bit. It was pretty st- I was pretty stoked because I feel like he, he loves me already because... It's good. Because apparently like, you know, they have that separation anxiety from being taken away from, oh, their, yeah. from their mom and their, and their brothers and sisters. So I've got a rug that has this, like that's his, um, was in his, that one there, that little rug's got like his yep. smell of his, all his family. So oh, it keeps good. him, makes him more comfortable. Ooh, but, look um, at you stretch. But... Yeah, so apparently they cry through the night a lot in the first few days. Yeah. But he cried for he literally was whimpering like, <laughs> and um, and then he just fed in the mutts for about for about um for about two minutes. And then I was sleeping on I sleep on my stomach and like um headlock my pillow. Same. And I took my right arm and I was just like telling him it's gonna be okay and like mm. rubbing his belly. And then he just stopped crying. And then he didn't cry again. And then That's but good. a couple of times I caught him snuggled up to me. Like he was out of his oh. bed, out of his bed, and like nestled under my arm. Yeah, and I just have to give him a good boy, good boy, and put him back in his in his bed, and then give him a pat so he knows yeah. he's trying to teach him his beds, his bed. You know, well, he's but, um, um, he's really good now, isn't he? Mm. He's he's just probably caught. Yeah, he's very big excited. day, big day flying and all the wonder stress. Why, and all I wonder new, why they have to um, sleep so much when they're young, like kids as well. I wonder why yeah, that is. I don't know. Wouldn't you after being nine months in the grill be keen to just get amongst it? Get amongst it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, w- it wouldn't be the grill, though. It'd be good in there. Yeah. It'd be nice and warm. I wonder what goes on in there. Oh, mate. It's a party. How come you don't remember anything from back that, that age, I wonder? You, yeah. Just because your brain's not fully developed. When do you... Yeah, probably that. Yeah, it's definitely that. But it's like... I would love to know what was going through my head when you're in the, in the womb. When but you there's go, nothing going go through your head when you're in the womb. No, nah, there's You've nothing You've got no point on. of reference. Well, 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you, be, but, you can hear noises though. Yeah, they can. They respond. They yeah. kick and stuff. Mm. So do you? Um, do you? Um, do you? What's your first memory? Do you remember your first memory? Yeah, I remember my first memory. Yeah, it was at a party. My mum has um, these friends called the Pals. There's like um, three uh, three guys and a girl, mm-hmm. and she was like best mates with the girl, um, Kim Powell. And they used to have um, a farm in Muraduck, which is where my uncle lives. It's like Mornington, basically. Yep. Anyway, I remember they had a massive party in the shed and, and all the adults were in the shed and I was in the house with the kids mm. and I broke out of the house and walked over to the shed. I must have been like two or something. I walked Fuck, over that's to- young. Or three, maybe. I walked over to the shed and all I remembered from my dad was yep. blue jeans. That's all. Yeah. I, that's all. I knew if, if I could find blue jeans, my dad would be wearing them. Yeah. But- Everyone at the party in the 1980s was wearing blue jeans, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I was, and they all they all had like my dad had long hair and like a mulletty kind of look, kind of as everyone did as well. And they all every all my dad's mates had beards and mullets. Yeah, like, they all looked the same. And I remember walking around by myself, walking around for ages, like as a little kid. And I found this dude that I thought was my dad from behind. I remember tugging on his shirt. It was a blue Thank jeans. God it was his shirt. Blue jeans, blue jeans flannelette. Tugged on his shirt. He turned around. It wasn't my dad. And I just remember. Oh, yeah, my eyes yeah. out. I was freaking. Well, that would have been a bit of the separation sort of thing. Yeah, that was my first. That was my fa- farthest, uh, farthest memory I remember. I think. So that's so. I mean, your brain is my still very memory. young then. Mm. I wonder why that would hold on. Probably, do you know what? Probably because the emotion mm. is so heavily attached to it. You remember mm. the emotion, not mm. the actual memory. Well, one of the other things that I remember most closely was because you think about it. Think about all your memories. Can you actually remember? A big, big moment in your life that was just an objective moment. No, nah, like, can you can you, you can't remember something that didn't have a very strong emotion attached to it. No. Nah. Wow, I that's think, interesting. Uh, Tia Herney's onto something, mate. I think um, the other the one of the next memories that I remember, I think, would be maybe I'm five. Yeah. And when I was five, I went to Queensland with my grandma and grandpa, and we were on like a tenth floor apartment building, mm. and we're going down the pool or the beach or somewhere, we're going out. And I walked out and I was standing there with my grandpa and then he went back in to grab another bag and help my nan. As that happened, the elevator opened mm. and I walked in the elevator because I just thought that's what I was supposed to do. Mm. And then obviously, mm. elevator doors closed. Breaking out. I'm this five-year-old kid and I'm going, go down 10 stories. And then I walk out on the lobby. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Walking around, walk out of the pool. I'm at the, I'm at the pool at this stage. I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? I don't know what to do. Yeah. And then... My grandma came running out. Oh my god, Bill, Bill, Bill! Like, imagine, yeah, like grandma, like oh, we- we've lost, we've lost the kid. Yeah, um, he's dead. Because so, I could have been on any floor, you know. Yeah, that's right. Not that anything really bad was going to happen. The worst thing that's probably going to happen was what happened where I was at the pool by myself. Yeah, you know, because well, it, was, it wasn't pool. It was like 1980s. There was no pool fences on every <laughs> yeah. pool. Like maybe there would have been at the hotel, but so my nan was, you know, a little bit traumatized. But I was a little bit traumatized. Yeah, mm, more just like you remember it. Oh, one of the other biggest ones. One of the other biggest ones is um, is when I. Th- these are all like the, the the oldest memories I remember, and that so was they're all. They're all. I mean, think of like, fear, yeah. like embarrassment. Yeah, yeah. I I got I was riding my bike with my dad, and he told me to um he told me to um when we were away on a holiday, it would mm. have been five again, I reckon six maybe, and we we're about to cross the road, and he told me to wait. He's like, wait, 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 and I just for some reason didn't, mm. and I started to cross this road. On my bike, and he's like, I just remember my dad going, "No!" And this car yeah. like screeched on the brakes, yeah. missed me by a mile, if I remember rightly. Like it wasn't too dangerous, but like my dad, fuck, man, just seeing that. And I remember that. 
I remember my dad driving for too long coming home from somewhere yep. and fallen, nearly falling asleep at the wheel, pulling over and cr- bawling his eyes out. Oh, shit. Because um, he thought how immature, he, uh, how irresponsible oh, yeah. it was of him. These are all like five or six-year-old memories. I don't remember Well, the thing is, the, the, mind, the mind so stores like emotions in the amygdala and it like it holds onto that so that it'll keep itself safe. So like all of these... It, it'd be actually so interesting, so oh, so interesting to go back and like actually see what happened, and like how much that memory of yours is filtered by the emotion that mm. overcame you at the time. Mm. Don't you reckon? It'd be yeah, fucking interesting. To see if it was anywhere near as harrowing as what yeah, your mind. Yeah, my first is- memory was um was when I pissed myself in um at kindergarten, mm. and I had a massive like I was I was holding a load in for. God knows how long, yeah. and it was all over the pants. And we used to play on this wooden wooden plank. It was like kind of like a wooden sort of trampoline thing, and um, we we're playing on it. And mate, I went to town, and I just couldn't hold it in. Like I would have been what eighteen, nineteen at the time, and um, yeah, just no, I would have been about five or six. But um, it was a horrendous amount of urine, urine. It was genuine urine, but none. <laughs> and, um, oh, it was insane. And then, like, literally, my mate, who I thought it was a mate. Laughed and pointed at me, <laughs> fucking bastard. Or everyone was laughing. Mate, bro. Yeah, like everyone was laughing. Pull your head in, mate. Yeah, yeah. pull your cock in, mate. And um, well, everyone was laughing. And um, I, mate, I was I put myself in some embarrassing positions before. Mm. That was embarrassing. Mm. And I've I've never pissed myself again up until <laughs> a couple of months after that when I went to town again. But yeah, like I yeah, it's interesting those yeah, emotions. No, I think I think I think that's definitely. Are you, yeah, it must be a big part of it. Well, even I can't even think of in the last five years um, memories I have where just I don't have an emotion attached to it. Mm. Like you, you always think back of something, and you think, "Oh yeah, that was fun," mm. or "Oh that was sad," or you know, mm. there's always the emotion attached to it. Yeah, well, if there's no emotion attached to it, it's a very irrelevant part of. There's day no in point your life, in you know? knowing the memory. You're not, you're not gonna be like, "Oh fuck, I loved when I." Ate that meal, watching that <laughs> shit fucking news program. No, it's like sitting on my couch by myself. Oh uh, yes, I always remember that. That impartial I'll time always, that I watched The Simpsons. I always remember <laughs> that. Yeah, you know. No, it's got a well. Emotions, what dictates your life, isn't it? Really, yeah, like, pretty much. Yeah, you know, if it's good or if it's bad, or it's it's if it's if it's very emotive in one mm. way or another, then it's a big part of your life mm. in one way or another, mm. whether it's good or bad, or, or you know. Obviously, we all battle with our own emotions and mm. keeping them in check, you know, probably mm. probably a little bit too much emphasis on the emotion that uh, that we feel, you know, we always yeah. get carried away one way or another. But I mean, that's the whole reason, that's the whole good part of life, really. You've got to have the good to get the bad and, yeah, and then right. um, you'll remember each way, I suppose. And uh, with that, I think we will uh, bid our listeners adieu. All right. <laughs> righty then. Fair okay. enough. <laughs> All righty, gang. We'll uh, speak to you next week. <laughs> That was quick. That was fast, mate. See, see you later, guys. I, right, wanted, I later. wanted to keep chatting, but... Uh, Fuckers. Apparently not. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, you know, I've got... Oh, look at him twitch. Look how he's twitching. How are you, little twitcher? Get on uh, your pal. All right. See you, guys. Yo! We hope you enjoyed that show, guys. Hopefully you... Uh, I was about to say got some good content out of it, but it probably, honestly, got nothing. Well, I mean, you, you know we've got a dog now who's staring at me right in the hummus. We've got a dog, have we? have got a dog, yeah, we've got a dog. <laughs> the dog owns a podcast. Yeah, the dog owns a podcast, yeah. How are you, pal? Look at it. <laughs> um, guys, please jump on board and give us a rating and review. Even if you, honestly, look, I'm, I'm scraping the barrel here. Even if you want to give us a one star, just tell us why. 
Tell us why. <laughs> Give us a massive paragraph about why you were uh, impressing a chick or doing a bench press or whatever it was and why we uh, ruined your day. We'd, uh, we'd love, we love reading those reviews, guys, and it helps the show out a bit. So if you can jump on board and, um, and help us out there, please do. Also, head to www.leventurefittravel.com and you can join and sign up for the mailing list there, guys. Um, there you can keep up to date with everything we're doing at Venture Fit. So all the trips that are upcoming, everything podcast, all of our show notes are there as well. So anything you miss in the show, you can click the link and uh, it'll take you right to where you need to go. And then finally, guys, just remember our sponsors, Quash Creative. Head to Quash. Is it .com? Quashcreative.com, yeah. Quashcreative.com. Yep. Jump on there. Audible, guys, check out all the stuff they're doing Audible. And then finally, Adventure Fit Travel, guys. Have a look at all the trips we're coming up. We've got Carpaoli on a uh, on a uh, on a sesh with us in Bali. We've got Demetri Clockoff coming up. It's uh, it's all happening at Venture Fit. So uh, stay tuned. Until next week. Good boy.